All right, Mike Morris here, Rags Riches Transition. So today, this episode is called My Dirty Little Secret Every Digital Marketer Needs to Double Conversions. This one is actually a very interesting episode. Like I remember, I remember when I started creating my very first funnel and my wife and I, we sat down and we started working. We're super, super excited creating the very first funnel. We're going to take and put this thing and launch it into the world. And we're going to make a million bucks and we're jazzed. And, you know, I mean, you, you can imagine you're sitting there working and it's like kind of like a countdown. Okay. So we're going to take and release it at this time. And I remember just being excited and enthusiastic. And I know that, that like all of this hard effort and hard work, and we've just taken and poured it into it, that this is going to be, this is going to be the thing. Right. And I had friends that were like, Hey Mike, so um, since you're not, you're, you're unemployed, right? What, what's your plan? And, and I remember, I remember pulling out my, my phone. I'm like, well, check this out. Look at, I, I have come in here and I have built this, this funnel. And I remember showing it to him and presenting it to him and, and he looked at it and to him it was just, it's just a website. And I remember he, he was just kind of like, Oh, okay. But not, not, not quite the same reaction I was expecting, right? I was looking at this thing like, this is my baby. This is the new child that I've come through and I've created and I've invented. And this is, this is something exciting that my wife and I are doing together. And, but, but, but like, I remember thinking like, bud, you're missing the whole point, bro. Like the whole reason this funnel exists is because this is going to put me in a mansion and and I remember him just kind of being, huh, okay, and kind of wishing me luck, right? And, and, and so, like, this, this anticipation and excitement's built up inside me, and then we take this funnel and we, we just start putting it out into the world. And, and, and then there's, there's, where's the flood of cells, right? And, I'm, and you're kind of, you got this kind of sick to your stomach a little bit, and, and you're kind of feeling like, man, I like, I thought, I thought that if I did this thing and I took this thing that I spent all this time on and I put it out into the world that all of a sudden just overnight, all of a sudden cash was going to start coming flooding in and I was jazzed. And, and I, and I remember just sitting there kind of like, like what, what happened? I mean, maybe I just need to wait five more minutes or maybe 10 more minutes or maybe like, not sure how long I have to wait because it, it should happen. And, and, but then it didn't happen and we're, we're sitting there and you feel, you kind of feel like a little bit defeated, a little bit rejected, kind of like you did a, a I would go knock on doors and you do the sales pitch and then somebody had slammed the door in your face. And so you would feel this sense of rejection as though somebody did not value what you had just put out there because they, they just didn't appreciate it. And I remember running into that and I thought, geez, dang, nobody bought. And so, like, anytime, when, when I run into these problems, like, I, I started going back and I started trying to figure out what is it that we did wrong? What is it that we did wrong? What is it that we did wrong? And so, I mean, I've got expert secrets right here. And I, I started pouring through this book and started pouring through it and trying to figure out what is it that we did wrong? And, and I come on to this, this chapter right here, and this chapter says, The Hero's Two Journeys. So an Expert Secrets, page 103. Expert Secret, it's The, the Hero's Two Journeys. And, and, and I'm reading through this thing, um, and I'm like, huh, interesting. 
See, what, what they ended up discovering is this guy named Michael Haig, and there's another legend, Michael Haig and uh, Christopher Vogler, okay, and they called it the Hero's Two Journeys. See, what these guys were is these guys were these, these expert at creating movies and, and figuring out how to structure or orchestrate a movie in such a way that would cause people to come and want to see the movie. And what basically what they ended up discovering is what this this concept that they call about a hero's two journeys. And as soon as you start seeing it, and you can you once you kind of you understand you start seeing these concepts, then you have a new appreciation for how how prevalent the hero's two journey is in this world and how you may have missed it. Like every time I sit down and I watch a movie, I can never watch a movie. I never see the movie the same as I used to after reading this chapter. Because what it really comes down to is what I, what I, what I read in here is, is the creation of a movie and to get a product. So it's like a top selling product. They, they figured out that there is a pattern. There is like, like music has patterns and all these things have rhymes and reasons and stuff. And there's these patterns of events that take place that allows somebody to all of a sudden become interested in the movie. Now, if you think of some of the movies, like the best movies that, that seem to do really, really well, you're going to discover that there's there, that this thread runs right through it. And so um, I like, uh, like Russell Brunson, he'll talk about the movie Cars. And I, you can totally see it in the movie Cars. The one that, um, the one I like to look at is the newest Laura Croft with the kind of the younger girl in it. It was just the last one after Angelina Jolie. And I remember, I remember in the beginning of that movie, it's very interesting, is the girl, the girl has this birthright where she's actually a very wealthy girl, but she has she has not taken ownership of that. And so then she puts herself in this position where she, um, she's, she's, she's got this foxtail, right? And she took and she attaches this foxtail to her bike because she's out on the street trying to hustle some money. And if she doesn't get caught, then she gets some sort of purse. And so she, she attaches this foxtail to the back of her bike. She gets this head start and then she's just riding and riding and riding. And she almost gets hit by a car, comes around the corner, Oh, she didn't get hit by a car. And then this guy's coming up behind her. He's riding up behind her. He's about ready to grab the foxtail. Then all of a sudden, he like wrecks or something. And 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 you're just going through this, and you're you're like you're like afraid for her, right? Because you don't want to see her get caught. You want to see her be able to be successful. And then all of a sudden, like something happens, and 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 she wound she winds up in the police station. And at this point. Like I can connect with her, right? Because I, we, we all seem to find ourselves kind of in this darker struggle, and I could see myself struggling or having a hard time or something, and I could see myself all of a sudden, like all of a sudden, the the world kind of comes to a closure and it kind of hits you, and and then in comes, in comes her father, the guy or this lady that, in essence, kind of runs her father's company. And, and talking to her and it's kind of like oh you 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 need to take ownership of your birthright and come be a part of what we're a part of and so you'll see that in the beginning we it created a bond between us and and her where we could step in and we could then connect 
to her. It created an emotional attraction to her because what they discovered is before a story can become very good, it has to, the person has to become either, they're either a victim of something, not fair. They've got to be either in jeopardy or they have to make this person very likable so we can connect. They have to either make the person very funny or a very powerful person, but then they need two out of the five. Okay. And so victim, jeopardy, likable, funny, or powerful. And like in this case, um, I could tell that she was, she was likable for sure. She was definitely in jeopardy. Um, and you could almost say that she's a victim, but she's almost a victim of not stepping forward into her birthright. Okay. But three of the five showed up in her experience. And then what it does is it, she wants to find her father. So there's this external desire. And then she, as she, as she's, as she's making her way to find her father. She then starts running into these, these walls, these roadblocks and all kinds of stuff. And then as she continues to make this transition, um, she finally makes it to this island, right? And this is where she actually discovers her father, that he's still alive. And then in the end, she lost him. Okay. I, you can see that I went quickly through the story. And all it was is as I was observing this, this is where the Heroes 2 journey comes in. Okay. And so what, what Russell's going to do for us is he's going to help you understand that the hero's two journey is one, there's an external desire that they want to do. They want to get, she wants to obtain her father. But the internal problem she's got is she's this wealthy woman who didn't take ownership of her responsibilities. In fact, she didn't take ownership of her responsibility to protect the world from all these crazy things that are going to come into play. And so in the end, in that movie, she found she got her father okay and she she met her father but then he he died so in the end the thing that she wanted she didn't she lost but we can still connect with her because the internal transformation in the end is she became Laura Croft and there was an internal transformation and so it it talks about it talks about how to make a person likable they have to go through some difficulty all seems to be lost then they become internally somebody new and whether or not they get their external desire is less relevant as long as the, the person internally changes. You'll see that in cars. You'll see that in movie after movie after movie. It's going to follow the exact plot. And so once I started seeing this and kind of getting the, the appreciation for it, Russell was such a stud that he came over here in expert secrets, page 114, And he says, all right, now let's take the heroes to journey. This is one of the spots you're going to, as you go through the one funnel away, you're going to kind of get tripped up on. You're going to be, well, why don't I use the hero's two journeys, right? Because this right here talks about, um, on page 114, it talks about the Epiphany Bridge script. Well, all the Epiphany Bridge script is, is they, 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 they stepped in and they, we, Russell taught us what the hero's two journeys are. So now we can see it, we understand it, we can appreciate it. Now you're saying, boy, I sure would love to know how to apply what I just learned. And in steps the Epiphany Bridge script where he's going to take and he's just going to break it down for you. Okay, this is this, this is this, this is this. We can then step into it and we can then plug the holes 
And in the end, we now have, we now have the, the hero's two journeys and a step-by-step tool that allows us to figure this out. And so when I created my website and I discovered that this website I had was not converting and I'm a little bit frustrated, right? I mean, you're probably going to run into the exact same thing and you're going to go, man, but I work so hard. Like I put this thing out into the world and where's my money? And, and I ran into the same thing and that's where this, this, this stepped in and it helped me. And this is what, this is what I ended up discovering is I think it's strange that ClickFunnels calls themselves funnel hackers. Hmm. Wonder there might be something to that. And so what I ended up doing, and I want to show you this because I think this will actually help you a lot because this is a mistake that, that once, once I appreciated what it is, I came in here and I started solving. Um, I got a lot more open than I thought I had open. Um, I went over to ClickBank. Okay, so here's what I wanted to take in to show you. So I went over here to ClickBank and I started poking around trying to identify um, funnels that were in my market that would then allow me to start figuring out what it was. Holy snap, I got everything wrong. Okay. So I started coming over here into ClickBank, starting to try to figure out what it was that I was doing wrong. And so if you come over here and you can look at this Venus factor, um, go into ClickBank, Affiliate Center, look at Venus factor, and you see, you see the most powerful female fat loss trick ever. Like crazy hook, right? Like when I say the most powerful female fat loss trick ever, are you not going to go, what? Like, I want to know what that is. Like, what, what is it? Like, crazy curiosity. They just took and threw this big old curi curiosity thing. Like, your life will never be complete until you understand the most powerful female fat loss trick ever. And so then they start throwing this, this video. Oh, my word. Like, the girl's so happy. She's so happy. You can see all of this. I fit in my clothes again. Whoa, I can't believe I fit in my clothes. And... She's just so pleased with herself, right? And so then they're, they're like, I want that. Ooh, now we're sliding off into this consultation where this guy is revealing the secret so that I can look amazing. Interesting. Great, great little story right there. Obviously, this one is doing very, very well because they came in with this crazy hook. This one, I think, is very funny. It's called the Red and uh, T detox and it's like uh, uh, to the women constantly giving into her hunger craving uh, I give in to my hunger cravings too oh my word so what's the next line discover the secret West African red tea oh my gosh look at that lady she's like she's a she's a normal person sinking in a swamp what is she doing oh she's going down she's going down and there's going to be the snake, right? Like, it's kind of funny. Then this, here, we need to go to this next section. It says, um, where is it? I'm pretty sure I can go look at the, where's the long form? Dang, I swear this thing had a long form on it where I could go see it. 
and I'm uh, and uh, I can read the long form. Uh, for some reason, it's hiding from me. The so on the long form, it's got this snake, and the snake is staring at you, and you're staring at the snake. Right? Crazy hook. It's like it's like. I mean, to me, it seems dumb. Oh, here you go. Or keep reading as she explains it all. I think what this is going to do is it's got a timer on it and then it's going to, then maybe it'll then un, unleash and allow me to see the rest of it. But anyway, so you're telling me this story. Um, this one, I come here, this one is called fatdecimator.com. And it's kind of funny. Like what's this, what's fat got to do with this Marine and all this blood and this explosion and people are trying to survive. <gasps> what? You discovered how to decimate fat in the desert? You know, it's, I mean, it's funny because then they come in and they start telling these stories. Like, that's one of the things that I noticed is, is in order to figure out how to make these things convert, you ended up having to figure out how to put some hook out there that literally made a person pause and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Um, if you go to if you go to my my website www.28dayvegan.com, then you will be able to have a, a a peek into what I did. Okay, www.28dayvegan.com. Oh, okay. I'll have to that that does it a little bit. Let me see if I can find let me find the better one for you. www. No, I'm gonna go to ClickFunnels. Go to ClickFunnels, and then then I can get the right page dialed out. Okay. So, ClickFunnels, give me my, give me the thing I'm looking for. All right. So I want to take an. I'll, I'll read to you the title. This this uh, this lead magnet we created here. This is like when we first put it out there. It was converting at ninety one percent. And as we've started getting just freezing, freezing cold traffic, like they've never even met us and they just click on my wife's name because we make a, a comma on somebody's uh, page, right? So then they come over here and they see my, my funnel. And so even when I get this freezing cold traffic, like they've never heard about me, there's, no, there's nothing out there in advance that allows them to understand who I am so that they can come in. and. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do another training on that so that you understand the different types of traffic. But this is freezing cold traffic that is literally just coming straight out of the blue. But this page still converts at like 80% because it's like mother of eight reveals the one thing you need to start eating to lose one pound of belly fat every 72 hours. <gasps> oh my gosh. Sign up now and get the exact same program. Moms over 27 currently use to lose uh, over 10 pounds of fat safely every single month. And then I've got this, my fat burning secrets for women. Get instant access. Enter your email address in there. Like, I don't, I tell you almost nothing. I just, just I, I throw out this headline. I get you jazzed. I make, I make your eyes kind of pop like, I need this thing. I want this thing, this image, this image. If you look at it here. Let me tell you the page to go to so that you can see this. So go to 28dayvegan.com slash, or it's forward slash, I guess. 
start 28 day challenge. Okay. So 28 dayvegancom forward slash start 28 day challenge. And that'll bring you to this lead magnet so you can see this firsthand. But you're like, oh my gosh. Okay. They're inside this thing. It's got a good hook. It's making you pause. But then it talks about my wife, the mother of eight, reveals the one thing you need to start eating to lose one pound of belly fat every 72 hours. <gasps> Do you want the same program? <gasps> yeah, right here, just give me free instant access, just give me your email, <gasps> click here. And so then you get it, and, and it, it's cool, this thing converts like crazy. Um, and so, but there's a hook, there's a story, there's an offer inside this. The offer is get the access, the hook is, kind of the, the aha made you pause. And then the story is a mother of eight reveals the one pound, get the same thing that she's got. And so there's this hook story and offer in this thing. Okay. Now that right there changed, changed the experience on the sales page. I'll show you another thing where we started playing around with hooks. I've, I'm split testing this to see which one's going to hook better. Okay. So this one right here, they just got the free, the fat burning secrets. And then they come in here and they're like, it says, my three dirty little health and beauty secrets. What are those, right? Kind of make you, it's designed to make you pause and say, what, what is that? Like, I need to know. And then I, next thing I lead in with is, did you know that the most powerful solution to health and beauty has very little to do with supplements and magic uh, superfoods? <gasps> Like, right? So these things are designed to be a hook and, and then to put a story into it. And so then I'll come in here and then I'll start trying to identify, get them to communicate. And then I introduce my wife. Here's my wife. Um, she's, a, she's a busy mom. She's lost over 60 pounds eating plant-based foods and yada, yada, yada. And then do you want my three secrets? Trying to keep them engaged and, and curious. And then I'll start stepping through and showing them some three secrets. On the other page, so you saw on you saw on this first page that my hook in the beginning is my three dirty little health and beauty secrets. Okay, on the other page, my hook is uh, what makes the difference between people who succeed and fail. I mean, man, I don't know if that's as good. That's why we're split testing it, but. Who knows that I, I, I have to test everything because every time I think I got it figured out, I'm not convinced that I have it figured out. But anyway, it's right there. What makes the difference between people who succeed and fail? Um, and then I throw it out there. And so that's the, the thing I ended up discovering is if I can't come in and cause somebody to have this emotional reaction, then I can't in the end, I can't successfully cause this funnel to convert. You can. Do you guys remember watching the movie Rocky? Like maybe the first time or just seeing Rocky? And like, I, I never really had the ambitions to be a boxer, okay? And I just remember going through that and then seeing Rocky, seeing his struggle, seeing him go against Apollo Creed and whatnot. And the next thing you know, everybody's coming out. Where everybody's got like their dukes up, right, from a theater or something. We're like, we all want to start, we're, we're acting like a little bit like Rocky and pretending like we're him. And and, and what it was is kind of that hero's two journeys where he, he allowed himself to become something different. And he made the transformation even though he was beaten by Apollo Creed. And like I noticed in the beginning, and it's still challenging for me, 
to 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 exactly see if I can figure out how to create this this epiphany bridge script because what's funny is is you can't this is what's for this is where this is where I run into a thing I can't sit there and tell somebody like somebody will say hey cut to the chase right just just give me the just give me the stuff but if you just cut to the chase and you're like here have my stuff then then they don't remember it and they don't necessarily appreciate it but when when you allow them to discover the answer, they then appreciate it and feel like they own it. I'll give you a, I'll give you a really good example. My uncle my uncle pulled this on me. I thought it was very clever. So um, I'm sitting with my uncle. Right, we're sitting in my car and we're chit chatting and, and and you know things are kind of exciting. We're about ready to cut this real estate deal. Things are going to be really cool buy this million and a half dollar property. And, and I remember being really excited about it in jazz and I'm sitting there with my uncle who's this like really, he's a brilliant real estate investor, right? And he's gonna, he's coaching me on how to take him to do this. And I remember sitting there with him and my uncle's like, yeah, he goes, you know, he's like, um, when I would take him, I would do this. And he goes, I would always take and travel around. I always had like this wad of cash like just these dollar bills and stuff. And I always, I always kept them inside my briefcase or yeah, inside his briefcase. And I always kept them there because like, I never knew like when I was sitting down with a prospective client, when I would be able to have this opportunity to um, put some cash on the table and then cause a transaction to take place because they could say I took action and I actually put cash down immediately. And he goes, man, and I always, I always did it because it was so effective and so powerful. And I'm sitting here just listening. I'm, I'm looking it up. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, thanks, man. I appreciate you showing me that. And he goes, yeah. He goes, I would even do it before I even had like this contract signed or anything. But that's how I took and I locked these people in to making this commitment because they took the money. And I'm like, wow, okay, interesting. Okay, got it. And so... We, we, uh, so then we went up into Salt Lake and we, we sat down with this gentleman and we're talking about the acquisition of his property. And he's got, this guy's got this, he's got these other buyers in the background and he's kind of referencing, yeah, so-and-so is thinking about buying it. So-and-so's talking about buying it. So-and-so's this and so-and-so's that. And, um, and, and he could see that he they're, they're trying to do their due diligence and verify it and vet it and this and that. And, um, and, and so then we present this contract to, to this gentleman and he's, he's like, Oh, I don't have my glasses on. I can't, I just, I can't see. Right. It's a, it's a one page contract. Yeah. But I, I can't see, I don't have my glasses on right now and I can't see. And so, but because we got to tie up this deal because like, it's like stupid. This 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 is like a, probably a million and a half, three million dollar property that we were gonna buy for one point one million bucks. It was like it was it was a pretty significant discount. Um, I mean, I went and calculated it. it. It turned out that I could buy like a, a house or a unit, a single a single unit, like three bedroom, two bath unit, for like seven grand. It's how it's the way it was. It was like down in Nevada when Nevada's casinos and all that crap fell apart. And so real estate just became stupid cheap. Anyway, so like, was this a killer deal? This was a like ridiculous deal. It was so awesome. So jazzed. And so, but 
can't let this get away, right? And so, hmm, how about that? Hey, you know what? You know what we could do to lock in this property? Like, there's the bank right next door. Why don't we just slide on over there? We're just going to get you out a juicy check, hand it to you, and then we'll have this thing locked down. And like, and so I did. We, him and I went over to the bank. I cut him a check. And I cut him a check for like a hundred grand. And so now we've got this property tied up, even though we didn't have a contract signed. And I, and I look back and I look back at that and I'm like, my, my uncle was very, he was very crafty. He did not tell me this is what we're going to do today. Um, had he had done that, I probably would have been uncomfortable. But what he did is he said, I'm a very successful guy and this is what I did. He actually didn't even say he was successful. I already knew he, he was, okay? And so he said, this is what successful people do. And he, he just shared a story. Like that probably a one minute story allowed a person to make a decision in the moment like I did. And I just look back and I'm like, wow, what? what power there was in that story. Like my uncle presented this to me in the most effective manner possible. Hence, he caused me to give this other gentleman a $100,000 check on a property that I didn't even have a contract signed for. And I look back and I'm like, I cannot believe that happened. And, but it did. And very effective. Very effective indeed. And so that's one of the things that back, here, here's you here's your little fun exercise. Try this, okay? Go to veganbosslady.com. Um, doesn't really matter where you go on veganbosslady.com and go opt into my email address. And pay attention or just observe the emails that you're going to start getting from us. And this is more for an exercise where you can come in here and you can see what it is. Because as you see in my email sequence, I'll start telling stories. Like I won't tell you, do this, do this, do this, do this, right? What I do is I'm like, yeah, this is what I did. Yeah, yeah, this is what I did. And then I'm laying out the roadmap of exactly what we did. Well, I guess in this case, what my wife did. So she did this and then she did this and then she did this. And we start laying out the roadmap so that the person reading it can go, well, if it worked for you, it would work for me. I get it. Let me, let me do that, right? And it, it's just very interesting how you take and you weave stories and the fact that you have to allow somebody else to discover the meanings behind it. In fact, as I go through, this, uh, as I go through these, these, these things, I write out, the Epiphany Bridge script, and that I attempt to follow the Epiphany Bridge script so that, that what I'm doing actually has more value and meaning to you. And so, in the end, the way I ended up figuring out how to get my pages to convert is when I started, when I started looking back and started trying to dig into the Heroes 2 journeys, trying to figure out what the hook is, and that's when I ended up kind of going to ClickBank and I started just trying to pay attention and read the stories and to see what it was that would cause us to want to buy. 
In fact, it was so funny when I, when I did that with my wife, I'm like, hey, take and read this. And I show her this, oh, and she sees a snake or something. I can't remember what, which one it was. And I'm like, so take and read this. Like by the time she got to the end, she's like, she goes, I think I want to buy this. I'm like, what? We're not going to buy that. Like, come on, hon. Like, I just, I was just demonstrating or having you observe a story. I didn't, I didn't want to cause you to want to buy. I wasn't here to buy anything. I was here to pay attention. We're in the process of selling stuff. <laughs> and when she got to the end of it, she's like, I want to buy this thing. Like, uh, if she would have had the credit card in hand, and I had not been there going like, honey, you're missing the entire point of the exercise. I wasn't trying to cause you to buy. I was trying to cause you to read so that you could see the difference. Anyway, so in the end, um, I found that very interesting and very compelling. And so that's, what, that's the, some of the things that like trying to figure out how to like dramatically actually take a funnel that sucks, that doesn't convert. And to cause it to convert is starting to figure out how to get stories in it. Like something just to, just to pay attention to this or observe this, okay? This right here is, is funny, okay? If read about, all right, let me see if this takes me to this other page. I want you to see these, like, you check out these web pages. This one's called the Fat Decimator. You look at these web pages and they're, they're just funny. They're really not that great of pages. Like they can even be, so to speak, ugly. And then they still convert and they convert because it was the story and the hooks and the offer that caused this thing to convert, not because it was super beautiful. In fact, I mean, it's not bad looking. I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying observe that, that some of this stuff is not beautiful, but yet it makes money. Like, what the heck? There's, there's Bin Laden on here, and they, they're showing Bin Laden. Like, what does Bin Laden have to do with weight loss, right? But, yep, there he is. Boom. Anyway, so you want to sell? Dig in. That You can either go to something like ClickBanks, check out their stories, or um, you come over here, you can get Funnel Scripts. Funnel Scripts is super helpful. It allows you to to be able to, to use, use a tool that will help you create the copy so then you can then pump out the answers or a story that would actually work. So that is, that is the end of Rags Rich Transformation uh, training. This is, uh, you'll find this, this is work, this is week two, mission two. Anyway, go to ragsrichestransition.com. Um, Take and opt in. I've got all these trainings sitting out there. It'll help you out a lot. I'm showing you the places where I got stuck. Um, I've got, if you use my affiliate links, uh, just take a receipt or something, show it to me, let me know. Actually, I think I can go in there and just see for myself because um, then I'll take and I'll give you some additional stuff, like things I know that you're going to need to be able to make this work well. So, anyway, later.